Louisville, what happened? <laughs> the battle hey. of mid, the battle of mid QBs happened. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally I kidding. mean, you ain't wrong. That was rough. <laughs> but Larry did look like he knew what he was doing outside of one drive. My that God. Game, that game was a little weird. That was something. Like, don't you feel like we had the ball like the majority of the first half? <laughs> Y'all dominated time of possession that entire that entire game, to be honest. It was just the big the big plays that what is what won it for Kentucky. But I wanted to point this out before we get any further. There was five of us on this show last week, and I think five of us the week before. And I had to listen <laughs> to all these Louisville fans talking shit to me all the time. On the podcast, off the podcast. Shout out to Mo for being the one trooper to stick in with it. The one uh, fair, not fair weather, but unbiased, most unbiased, maybe. Yeah, I'd say. So, so unfortunately, I, I'm not going to go in too far because nobody showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what it was and I knew what it wasn't. I knew this was a toss up game. Yeah, uh, even my cousin Jimmy, we brought him on the show. He picks Kentucky to lose. He, Diehard yeah, Kentucky was, fan picks us to lose. That was that was a little wild. I, I did funny. not expect it, but no resistance either. No resistance to none. Just yeah, he, straight. He, he thought we were going to get killed. And then we got Perkins who couldn't didn't want to be on. We got Tyrone didn't want to come back. And uh, Dakota's sick. I'll give him a pass. But Alabama yeah. by a thousand. Ah, uh, But anyways, getting to the game. I thought Louisville was going to run away with it when y'all got up ten, and then that kickoff return immediately happened. Sucked but around at the stadium. It wasn't over yet, though. Y'all went right back down. Methodically drove down the field, scored again. Kentucky gets the ball back. What was it like? Uh, I don't know. We were down 10. I forgot the score. Uh, two plays. Go right back down to score again. Two wheel routes in a row. Uh, Ray Davis caught a touchdown. Didn't have that one on my bingo card. That would have been a nice little uh, parlay hit, too. I seen oh, that yeah. was paying out crazy when I some people sent that ticket in. Yeah. Then um Yeah, we're up three and uh Jordan broke one for about ten yards and got it punched out. JJ Weaver uh falls on it. He had a hell of a fucking game. I heard his name all game. Man. Like from that when he punched the ball out. Until the end of the game, I feel like I heard his name like every other drive or every drive, damn near. Yeah. Whenever that happened, uh, I was at the game with Dakota. Whenever that fumble happened, you can just feel everybody getting uneasy. They stopped showing highlights on the on the big screen. It was everybody seemed a little nervous, and then Kentucky goes and I think he kicked the field goal to tie the game. But. Uh, immediately after that, uh, the drive right after, I think Plummer rolled out trying to pick up some yards, carrying the ball like a loaf of bread, and then uh, who punched uh, it out? I can't remember who punched I, it out. Uh, uh, Derek Jackson uh, put his helmet on the put his helmet on the ball, knocked it out, and who was there? JJ Weaver. I thought we were going to have a scoop and score. I I sounded like I was having a stroke in the stands whenever that ball squirted out. All I got out was, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I honestly thought the ball was going to go out of bounds. So, because he that's how close he was to being out of bounds anyway. But damn, what was that? I'm sorry, wife's checking in on me. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. <laughs> but. You thought you were having a stroke on the pod? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the uh, he knocked the ball out. <clears throat> Stadium was dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. And I'm pretty sure this was Ray Davis's first rushing touchdown where he was looking for Jack Harlow. 
Oh yeah. And Jack gave him the bird. Did Jack give him the bird that time or was that the second time? It was the second time. But there's a there's a there's a <laughs> clip going around on uh Twitter of him uh saying, Where's Jack when he's running uh, down that uh running down the end zone. Um then Louisville goes down. I think they I went and tied it up right after. Trish misses the game. I try not to. I ain't trying to remember it. It may, I, it may have happened. It was everything was going in slow motion. Those TV timeouts were killing me. But uh, I think y'all went right back down and scored. I think uh, this part is where I get started losing losing a little bit because the, the TV timeouts just kept rolling in. The game lasted a little longer than some of the other twelve o'clock games. Yeah. Uh, did we? Oh, I remember y'all scored. Did we come back and score that drive? Because I don't remember anybody punting. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember a single punt. No. Uh, I, th- I think y'all went back down to score because I think there was a lot. Like... Yeah. Um. I just can't remember who it was. Was it uh Huggins? It's either him or uh, yeah. It had to be it had to be Huggins that scored when McDaniel scored. <clears throat> yep. And then Kentucky got the ball back. Uh, I think they went back down, and I think they went back down and scored. And that's the, that's when Ray Davis was looking for or found Jack Harlow and was throwing L's down on his face. He'll love to see it. But Louisville's last drive, there was about. What, a minute eight when it started. The only reason I remember this so vividly because it seemed like every time you look up, there was somebody walking on the field signaling for a TV timeout. So, uh, I was getting nervous because y'all were doing like short dump offs, but they were getting five or six yards. Yeah, big chance. And for some reason, Kentucky kept kicking the ball short. Because their coverage was awful, and I guess they weren't trying to give up a touchdown on a kick return. But they were kicking the ball like on kickoffs, like it felt like forever up in the air, and it would fall at like the twenty every time. Yeah, and you try to try not to get Isaac Garendo open lanes because he was, yeah, I do it's fast. Like one he could have had. Hope if that was a uh, if that was Jordan, he might have one of them might have been a touchdown. Yep. Isaac Reynolds is a little bit slower than Jordan. So, But L drove up the field, but it was eating clock because they weren't really getting out of bounds. So they had to use all three timeouts. Last play of the game, uh, ball was in the air. Dakota's already heading down, <laughs> heading down, heading out. <laughs> then he, I, I was watching him uh, after the, after the uh, call for it, it was intercepted. This man took off. <laughs> Left me just watching the game. And I'm like, well, we won. Everybody in my Tyrone. section just rolled the hell out of there. Where was Tyrone at? Uh, he was in a different, <laughs> he... different section. Oh, damn. <laughs> he went from being real active in another group chat to you know, real quiet. But well, Absolutely. Absolutely hostile environment. It was it was fun. Uh, easily the probably the funnest football game I've ever been to in person. Even a lot more competitive. This one was a lot more competitive than the other ones have been. Usually we would be walking in here with no chance, or Louisville literally have no chance. Yeah, I was at the game two years ago when where Levis had his four rushing touchdowns, and that one that one was fun. But at the end of it, when it's just you and a thousand Kentucky fans in a fifty thousand seat <laughs> stadium—it's it's not as fun. This oh, it was over a long time ago. Type. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody was rolling out in the third quarter. Yeah, but this one was different. This one meant a lot more to both teams. Uh, before we get into this next game, if Kentucky loses this game, they may not have Mark Stoops. Hmm. His Stoops uh, was out partying, celebrating the game when this Texas A&M stuff was coming out, saying that he was all but signed. 
Yeah, I thought that was legit. It was. It was. I thought, he was, going, I thought he was going. I thought he was going. Like, yep, he he was for about two hours. Uh, Stoops decided to meet with his staff and meet with people and turn it down. At the same time, the boosters from A and M uh, were doing the same thing, trying to stop this from happening, which uh, mm. doesn't really make any sense from Texas A and M because. Let's be honest, Kentucky football is not a good place to be winning a lot of games at. And you're not going to be set up as much for success at Kentucky as you would be Texas A&M, like money-wise. So that pony-up statement would really be a thing there. But but Kentucky has more wins in the SEC since 2017 than A&M does. and sent that in our our group chat. In the SEC? Or are they in the SEC? Yeah, they are an SEC, which yep. is wild. Yep. Kentucky so has fifty-four. Kentucky has fifty-four SEC wins since twenty seventeen, and A and M has. They had the audacity to say he's not good enough to come there. Eh. But I'm I'm not upset. I'm glad we still got him. It would be a really tough rebuild if he did leave. But if Louisville beats him. He's gonna have. He's gonna get ran out. He would have got ran out of town the way this year went. Honestly, I can see that. I can see that because so, I think I think a lot of people had that Mizzou game chalked up as a W. That uh, Tennessee, I think the Tennessee game chalked up as a W, and then South Carolina too. Oh yeah, that that one. Oh, the other two you can kind of understand, but that one, yeah, that one was a uh, yeah. This that one, basically that one was a little rough. It saved the season to an extent, but still a little bit of a letdown. But our preseason picks, we were almost dead on it. Uh, We both basically picked Louisville to have nine wins. They exceeded that expectation and got ten. We both picked uh, Kentucky to win the final game. Uh, That happened. Uh, I had Kentucky going eight and four. You had them about the same. Potentially nine wins too. Uh, we missed that one by a game, but we still got a ball game, so chance we can still both be right. Uh, didn't miss it by too much. No. Uh, we did miss on how bad Devin Leary really was. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, know about that. And then uh, same with Plummer, just bum. I think that after is, the second game. I think after the second game. I was kind of like, uh, he's not that good. No. Uh, I think Brom likes. I think Brom likes statuesque pocket passers. Yeah. It's just that's that's gonna be Hell's Achilles' heel going into the Florida State. Yes. We'll we'll get into that later. But <laughs> besides that, how are we doing, Mo? A whole lot better than what Ohio State fans are feeling right now. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Who's their daddy? (laughs) Michigan right now. Three straight. Three straight. And this game was back and forth, but you never really felt like Michigan was going to lose this game just because of uh, Ohio State's quarterback who's not 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 it he's he's not good Mar- maserati marv yeah that dude would be their quarterback would be back in groceries if it wasn't for him is it safe to say he's probably the greatest college player like this like this year uh perhaps maybe no no i'm i'm gonna give that to uh Jaden daniels hey, i'm not mad at it Yeah, this game was back and forth almost the entire way and until uh, some key mistakes. There was uh, Ohio State's quarterback, I, I forgot his name, uh, had an interception to start the game off. They got him behind, and then he had one to end the game. So, Keller. Mm-hmm. You, would, you, would think, you would think they could beat – they would have been able to beat Michigan without Harbaugh, but Ryan Day, man. Now yeah. you gotta start to wonder if it's if it's more him than so the players. Because you have you've had Justin Fields and you've had CJ Stroud at QB. 
If they had either of those two guys, though, I think they win this game. Oh, for sure. Especially CJ. Yeah. This is the best they've looked in this matchup over the last couple of years, if we're being honest. Quarterback play killed them. Last year, they lost by like two touchdowns. The year before that, they, they, I don't think it was close. Yep. Uh, speaking of close games, though, Alabama survives at Auburn. Oh, my God. They should have <laughs> lost this game three different times. That that punt that was fumbled, which led to a, a bad sack that uh, Bill Rowe took and then just throws an absolute, it is what it is, to the He's back part of the end zone. Hail Mary. That was a fucking, I don't care. That was a Hail Mary in the back of the end zone. I don't know how he got that off. I don't know how he caught it. I was literally watching, um, I was watching War Games, like, because it had just came on. Yeah. I was like, oh, Alabama's going to lose that game. I was like, it's over. I looked back down. At first, I had seen that it looked like uh, Auburn had, like, fumbled or something like that. Or kick. Either it was on the, they fumbled it, and it looked like Alabama returned it for a touchdown. And I thought, oh, shit. I covered the spread because I picked, I picked the Alabama spread. It was like 13. Yep. But, I had just seen that they had just won the game outright 27-24. I was amazed. All right. Um, Same uh, Nick pulled it off. I, they should not have won this game. No, they, they shouldn't would, have. They would have <laughs> lost to a team that had just lost to New Mexico State. Hey, you got to give Miro credit, too, because he started off the year badly. Yep. So the amount of improvement that he showed within the season, kudos to him. Absolutely. Uh, another team that that survived the weekend, uh, Washington beating Washington State 24-22. to 22. Am I reading that right? I think so, yep. Yeah, it was a pretty close game. I picked the over on this because I thought it was going to be high scoring. I thought it was going to be a high scoring game. No, nah, well. No, no, no. Yeah, and they just renewed their contract to keep this uh to keep the rivalry going. Yeah, that's good. College football needs this. But I know everybody's moving to different conferences, but we need to keep some rivalries alive. Yeah, this is one of this is definitely one of them. <clears throat> but yeah, absolutely fun game to watch. I kept thinking that Washington was going to pull away, but it just never happened. Yeah, Washington State's QB is pretty good. I surprisingly, I didn't. Or he, yeah. you know, it's pretty decent. I didn't think that. By looking at their record, but I did see like two weeks ago they had blown out Colorado State. Yeah, they uh, they were ranked a couple times this year and just fell fell apart down the stretch. Typical Pac-12 schedule. That 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 schedule's tough. Everybody everybody in the Pac-12 is good top to bottom. That that was probably the best conference. All year, like the SEC and Big Ten are real top heavy, but the Pac-12 was the this is the best they've ever looked, and sadly that that, that ends this weekend. Yep, super conferences here we come. Yep, uh, last game we're gonna recap. Uh, Georgia survived. Georgia Tech did not see this one coming. This wasn't on my on my bingo card. I think I think we all said Georgia by a thousand. Yeah, uh, this is the best Georgia Tech has looked in a while, and they're just barely bowl eligible. So, so we get a little bit of we get a little bit of leeway for us barely beating them at the beginning of the year at a neutral site. So neutral site, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I thought they were going to be trash, but they were they were all right. They played, yeah, they played definitely played tough. But now on to these uh, college football playoff rankings that just dropped a few hours ago. And Oregon absolutely taking Oregon State to the shit. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I didn't want to bring that one up because that was just ugly. Yeah. That was the only one that covered. I thought Oregon State would make that a little closer, but yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, they didn't, and now their uh, head coach is probably on the way out. Michigan State, baby. Yeah. 
college football playoff rankings. We'll go over the the top few here. Uh, Georgia number one, no surprise. Michigan number two, also no surprise. Washington mm-hmm. is now at number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, Florida State at number four. Oregon with the first team with one loss, and then Ohio State, Texas, Alabama. A uh, whole lot has to go right now for uh, Alabama to make it in, even if they do win. Just crazy to think. Yeah, see, the problem I have is, okay, Washington loses to Oregon. Does Oregon slot up to four, even though FSU is undefeated? Because of strength of, or not even strength of schedule, but, well, yeah, strength of schedule. They, I, I have a hard time thinking that they'll they'll have an undefeated team out outside of somebody who's like a group of five team like like Liberty. Mm-hmm. But I think if uh, Louisville beats Florida State, there there's no way in hell that Florida State's getting in. Yeah, no, they're they're not getting in. I don't think they're getting in. Uh, so they they have to win or they're out. Washington, big question mark there because they're going to need a couple of things to go to go right. Because I don't think they're winning this weekend. I don't think so either. I think it's hard to win two times two times in a row against an opponent yep. that you've already played. And I feel like Bo Nix is playing out of his mind. If a one loss, if, if Georgia loses this weekend. There is a chance that they don't even make it either. So you'll have three undefeated teams, and if Oregon or if uh, Texas wins, you would have lost to the team that lost to Texas. So then they're in. Ooh. It's you can't you can't have Texas winning and then have Alabama over them because they it's lost over them. Texas. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Man, look, that's why they should have just expanded it to six, man. They should have just go straight to 12. This has been the perfect year. Oh, for yeah, go to, yeah, go to 12. Yeah. Because you'll have uh, Missouri, Ole Miss, Penn State, and Oklahoma in it as of right now. We're going to have, uh, they're going to have some fucking tough decisions to make after this weekend. Yeah. And I do not envy them. No. Uh, to go over the last bit of the, uh, so we covered the top ten. Uh, we got Missouri, or not Missouri, uh, Ole Miss at eleven, Oklahoma at twelve, LSU at thirteen, being the first three loss team. Louisville, a two loss team, is underneath LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona are That's on a scorcher. That that team got hot and stayed hot all or for the last half of the season. Didn't move up anywhere, though. They stayed at 15. Uh, Iowa continues or continued to win even in the ugliest games I've ever seen in my life. They're at 16. Great defense. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame coming off that win at, uh, versus Stanford. They're at 17. I think they're way overrated, but it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Uh Oklahoma State at 18, NC State at 19, uh, Oregon State at 20, Tennessee at 21. Uh, this last half, uh, Tulane at yeah, 20. Baby. Yep. And then 23, Clemson, 24, Liberty, and 25, Kansas State. Uh, this last half, if, uh, if Tulane wins, they're in, a, uh, they're in a New Year's Six, but if they lose, Liberty's in. I'm kind of upset that uh, James Madison's not in here, but. Well, they're not eligible to be in the playoff. That's the only reason why. Or be in a New Year's Six. They're both eligible, but they won't be in anything big. I just meant that they're not in the top 25. I might have put them in over Kansas State. Yeah, for sure. I would have put them. uh, Honestly, if. If the committee really wanted to go crazy, put Liberty in the top four. If somebody loses, since oh they're undefeated, God. since they're undefeated, that'd be 
Oh my goodness. You talking about chaos. Yeah. You trying to cause chaos. That's what I want. <laughs> they, they didn't lose a game, put them in it. That's how they yeah, that's how they go off. That's how they went. Off pass work. Undefeated. Hey, you top, you know. Yep. Top four, top five. So on to the games this week. Kind of went over them a little bit, but uh, first off, on Friday, we had uh, two games. We have the Conference USA Championship and the Pac-12. Uh, first off, we'll go over the Conference USA uh, Championship game. You have New Mexico State. Uh, Liberty is favored by 10 points. Let me go over some stats here before we get into it. Uh, New Mexico State started off the year rough. Their first five games, they had three losses to... Some pretty awful teams, uh, UMass, Hawaii. Uh, their one good loss is Liberty. Uh, Liberty has obviously not lost a single game. Uh, Liberty has a quarterback who is 29-5, uh, touchdown-interception ratio. Mm. Yeah, uh, New Mexico State, similar, 23-8. Uh, and eight. Uh, Liberty has... Or the running back Cooley has 1,251 yards rushing, where New Mexico State's leading rusher has 806 with five touchdowns. Cooley has 13. Uh, you can't have to run a, they must run a spread offense because that is insane. Yards. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take Liberty and the spread. Even though New Mexico State is on fire, this Liberty team is special. As long as, long as their coach doesn't leave between now and Friday, I think they can cover the spread. You know what? Something about you talking about New Mexico State being on absolute, been on the run the last couple last couple of games. I think they keep it close. I don't think Liberty covers the spread. I think Liberty wins. I don't think they cover the spread though. I think ten might be a little too high. Yeah. Uh, let me check. Uh, let me check the over under on here. The total is 55, 55 and a half. So I guess they're expecting some points here. Mm. But I think I actually might. I think I would probably take that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm, I might steer clear because. Everybody can turn it on. Or turn on defense there. But anyways, uh, Pac-12 championship. We got Oregon versus Washington in the final Pac-12 championship. As of now, there's only two teams that's going to be in it next year. Might be some mergers. But uh, as of right now, this is this is going to be the end of it. But before we get into it, we get to get to some stats. Uh, Bo Nix, almost four thousand yards passing. Uh, he has uh, three thousand nine hundred and six with thirty-seven touchdowns and two interceptions. NFL numbers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NFL numbers, uh, Michael Penix, thirty-eight ninety-nine with thirty-two and eight. This is going to be a quarterback duel for the ages. Game of the week. Game of the week. Uh, the total for this is 66.5 with Oregon in a 9.5 point spread. <laughs> Fucking avoid that one at all costs. But definitely hit the hit the over in this because this is going to be a shootout. It's definitely going to be a shootout. I know Washington's defense is trash. Oregon's defense is not trash, but Washington still manages to put points up on them. So I don't, like he said, take the hope, hammer the over. Be a whole lot of points in this. If not, then something is terribly wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, next game, we got Oklahoma State versus uh, the Texas Longhorns. This is the last. Time we'll see the Longhorns in the Big 12. We're pretty close to getting Oklahoma 
versus Texas again, but I, I would have loved to see that, but it is what it is. Oklahoma State had to beat BYU, and they ended up doing that <clears throat> in uh, double overtime last week. But uh, quick stats, we're going to go over uh, the quarterbacks here. Uh, Bowman for OK State has uh, 2,808 yards, 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Dear God, that's bad. Yikes. Uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, 17-5, uh, 2,709 uh, passing yards. And He's missed time. He's had to have missed time. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He missed a few games. But the big bright spot for OK State, they have the best running back in the nation. Uh, Gordon, he has 20 touchdowns and 1,500 yards. Dude is a stud. What is it with, what is it with Oklahoma State and like great running backs? I have no idea. I guess it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a that's like a legacy thing with them, like since the eighties. Them and all them and Auburn just legendary running backs. But anyways, uh Texas is favored by fourteen and a half. Uh, the total points is fifty five and a half, and yeah, I, mm-hmm. uh, I would probably just take money line on this one. There is no telling how good OK State's going to be. Sometimes they look great, sometimes they look awful, and it's all dependent on that quarterback play. For some reason, I feel like this. I feel like there's an upset coming, like. A big F you to Texas since y'all are, you know, leaving to the SEC. But that quarterback, though the 10, 10 touchdowns to 11 picks, you're not going to win like that. And so, uh, we, we thought our quarterbacks at Louisville, Kentucky were bad. This dude is bad. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking bad. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely just taking Texas and staying on the money line. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the MAC Championship. Uh, we have Miami, Ohio versus Toledo. Uh, Miami, Ohio, their quarterback uh, is 14 touchdowns, five interceptions, 16, uh, 100 passing yards. Uh, their Toledo's quarterback, the, their offense is pretty explosive. That's 2,300 passing yards, uh, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Dude is a stud. Uh, for anyone listening in, yes, we we based this mostly off how the quarterbacks play because this is college ball. <laughs> NFL, you have a bum at quarterback and and still win games. That is a fact. But, um, yeah, this this is setting up to be a pretty good one. Um, Miami is ten and two. Uh, Toledo is eleven and one. Uh, Toledo is favored by seven and a half. Uh, the total points is forty four and a half. I think the one game I pick, uh, the one game I pick Miami Ohio to win, I think they lost. <laughs> you picked one of the two. Yeah, I think I picked one of the two, and they lost. Are you recording? Surprisingly, you said you were done. You just so. Uh, I probably I probably uh, lean with Toledo this this game. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't I hadn't watched a single one. Of, I hadn't watched a single game from neither one of these teams. Yeah, this uh, is this is just a shot in the dark for me. I'm just I'm picking Toledo. That's that's a good pick though. Uh, their only loss was to Illinois to start the season, and they only lost by two. That might have just been a a field game. Yeah. Because uh, Illinois is terrible. I'm thinking about picking Miami in this one just because they already played uh, Toledo uh, earlier this season. Uh, they they lost 21 to 17. Oh, look at the close, it's close again. So why you said the spread was seven? Yeah, it's seven, seven and, and a half. half. It's because Toledo got hot. And then uh, Miami's other loss was to uh, Miami, Florida. 
The first game of the season, they lost 38-3. to Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. Uh, this this one was honestly a money line game. I'd take, I'd take Toledo. Uh, next, we have Boise State uh, versus UNLV for the uh, Mountain West Championship. Uh, UNLV took a bad loss last week to San Jose State. They lost 37-31. to 31. Is it bad, though? Because I've seen that San Jose State, I think they went on like a three-game win streak like right before that game. Because they beat somebody. Okay. One, two, three, four. They were on a six-game win streak. Yeah, they beat some, and they beat somebody pretty tough in that in that stretch. Yeah, they beat Fresno State. Know. They beat Fresno State like a drum, and Fresno State's a solid team. They also beat San Diego State, and they're they're solid too. I think it was a Fresno State because I picked. I think I picked Fresno State to win that game, and I was shocked when I like what? Yeah. Uh, Fresno State should be in this game, but fell apart down the stretch. Yeah. Fell apart at the wrong time. But uh, Boise State is favored by uh, two points. Uh, the total is 58 and a half. Uh, honestly, I would just take this is another one of those money line games. Uh, Boise, Boise State money line. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Boise State money line. Boise State money line. They've won uh, four of their last five, and UNLV just looked like they were asleep for about three quarters versus San Jose. I guess they were looking forward to this game. But yeah, this Mountain West Championship game. You're usually going to see Boise State in it. Glad back in it. Blue turf, baby. But next we have a game we had potential to have game of the week, but we went to Washington, Oregon. Uh, SEC championship, Georgia versus Alabama. Uh, Alabama is six-point dogs, and the total is 54 and a half. This is one of those ones. It's hard to pick. It's yeah. does Nick the Saint Nick get back? I'm definitely hitting Can that over. It off? Can he pull it off? I don't think so. Not the not not with not with Milrow, but I think they could put enough points up to make it competitive. I'm hitting money line, and hitting the over. Money line, Georgia over. Yeah, I'm gonna. Then I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna do Georgia <laughs> money or Alabama money line. You're hitting the under. No, I'm gonna hit the over. I just oh, wanted to pick Georgia. I'm gonna pick Alabama money gotcha. line. Uh, next we have your Tulane Green Wave versus the SMU Mustangs, both undefeated in conference play. Uh, SMU with two losses, Tulane with one to Ole Miss. Uh, who did SMU lose to? They lost to Oklahoma and TCU. I don't know if that TCU wins all that good or losses all that good anymore. Yeah, I think TCU's still trash. But you said yeah. Oklahoma. What was yeah. the, what was the how bad was the Oklahoma one? It was probably close. Uh, somewhat. Uh, it was twenty-eight to eleven. That's not that's not bad. Seventeen points is not that bad. Uh, but got two different styles of offense here. Uh, SMU loves to throw the ball around. Uh, Stone, their quarterback, has thirty one hundred passing yards, twenty eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Excellent. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, might see him at the next level, or he might be a system quarterback. Ain't no telling. But uh, Pratt for Tulane has 2,100 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions. Also elite numbers, not as much yards. He missed, I mean, he missed like two or three games. 
Yeah, he would probably have pretty similar numbers to Stone. Yeah. But. Because he for sure, I remember he for sure missed that old Miss game, and that's. If he, I think if he wouldn't have missed that game, they would have at least covered the spread on that game. Yeah. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor is not giving Tulane a shot in hell in this game. <laughs> For some reason. Can you I don't... blame them? Hey, I, can't, I cannot blame them. They have been playing very, very close games all year. Like, if you pick them to cover the spread, you want to lose every time. Yeah. Besides last week, I think. Yeah. Their matchup predictor is giving SMU 72 and a half <laughs> chance of winning. Damn. Yeah, with Tulane twenty seven and a half. That's that's insane. But SMU is still full point dogs according to Vegas. And this is the one I'm definitely hammering the over on. It's forty seven and a half. Yeah, I think they're I do yeah, I think they're gonna put points. Yeah, that's this, but this is I think this is legit a legit pick'em. I don't I don't really think I don't really think there's a, I personally don't think there's a favorite in this game just because I've watched SMU play and I've watched Tulane play. And I think they play, I don't want to say they play similar, but it's like their styles can be like meshed. Yeah, the 47 and a half points is super low for how many points are going to be put up in that game. Uh, yeah, I'm, Surprisingly, I'm, taking, I'm going SMU. That's Surprisingly, what I, yeah. I'm going SMU. Yep, been watching SMU the last few weeks. That that offense is electric. I'm taking them. Uh, yeah, plus I, I I feel like you can only get away with winning how Tulane has won. Kind of like how Louisville has won. You can only yeah. win like that so many times. I think. I think this is the time they lose. Yeah. So hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> you might, you might. There's some crazier things happen. But uh, next, we got Appalachian State versus the Troy Cho- uh, Trojans for the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Uh, both of these teams have, uh, well, Troy's been on top most of the year. Uh, they only have two losses. Uh, those two losses uh, coming to Kansas State and James Madison. Where App State caught absolute fire the last half of the year. I uh, got that five. dub. Got that dub against James Madison. Yep, they won their last five games. Their four losses are to Old Dominion, Coastal Carolina, Go Chance, Go Chance, uh, uh, Wyoming, and North Carolina. That that game went into double overtime. Hmm. Okay. Wasn't Troy's head head coach getting uh coaching other other coaching offers? Well, he was running uh, to other jobs. He was gonna go to Kentucky if Stoops was uh, Stoops was leaving. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, John Summerall, their head coach, uh, coached at Kentucky for a while and then got hired on at Troy. So, yeah, they already had a plan in place. If uh, Stoops ever gets hired, that's who they're gonna call. Oh. Okay. But Troy is a very, very solid team. Uh, their quarterback, Watson, has uh, 3,100 passing yards, uh, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, App State, pretty much the same thing. A little more touchdowns, though. 3,200, uh, 33 and nine. Uh, the spread is uh, six and a half. Troy's favored, and the Point total, uh, fifty-two and a half. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know about that total because Troy plays really solid defense, and um, but both teams can be absolutely electric, so it's kind of kind of tough. But I'm definitely gonna take take Troy with the spread. I think I'm. I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, but isn't it crazy how Appalachian State is still good even after Satterfield left? Yeah, he. It's he, like he turned that program around for sure, and then just hasn't done shit since. 
Yeah, so I'm starting to think maybe he got a little bit more hype than he he should have gotten. I don't ever left. Yeah, running Cincinnati into the ground. We thank you, us little fans. Thank you a lot. <laughs> yeah, but next we got. The Big Ten championship game between the Michigan Wolverines and the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> a, a juggernaut team versus a team that, can, that can't score. Uh, the spread's 23.5. The point total is 35.5. Do not bet the money line on this. You will lose money if you're picking Michigan. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's not much to say about this one. It's just. If you love ugly football, you're going to love this. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. I'm, I'm going to take – I'm not going to touch the spread because Iowa's defense is that good, but I'm definitely taking the under. What's the, what is the under now? What's the under with this game? 35 and a half. 35. Okay. Yeah, it might be like a, a, a 21 to nothing or something like that. But Yeah. I was getting shut out. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Have you seen the interviews with JJ? He's not. He's trying not to say that. Or uh, is it was his name JJ? JJ McCarthy. Kate. Kate. No, Kate McNamara. Is it Kate McNamara? He used to play for Michigan uh, last year. Yeah. And transferred. He will not say. He will not say Michigan anything. Like he just doesn't acknowledge that team. And a whole <laughs> bunch of Michigan fans are just like. But I heard about it. They're probably like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You got a better quarterback, bro. Why are y'all, like, what are y'all complaining about? Right. We're going, obviously, Michigan on that game. Yes. Yes. And they even, is, is Harbaugh back or is that? Yeah, he's back for this game, which is going to be delicious if he when he wins this championship game in the commissioner after putting him suspension has to hand that trophy to him. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be great yeah. to get your cameras ready. <laughs> but last game, we got the Louisville Cardinals versus the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, it's only a two-and-a-half-point spread, and the total is 48-and-a-half. Uh, this is I, – I don't I don't know how this one's going to go, if I'm being honest. I don't either, and, this, and that's because I don't know – this. the Louisville defense has been atrocious the last couple games. At yeah. the wrong time. At the wrong time. Yeah, they allowed, well, after giving up a combined three points uh, against Virginia Tech and Duke, uh, they allowed Virginia to score 24, Miami to score 30, 31, and then Kentucky 38. Just getting Over 300 yards. Down. Yeah, over 300 yards pat, passing from all those games. Like, I don't, yeah. But bright spot for you, Wolf. Uh, Florida State is using a backup quarterback because Jordan Travis obviously broke his leg. Hate to see it, but it is what it is. Uh, they looked, they seemed to struggle a little bit in the first half against Florida. It looked like Florida was going to pull that one out, but Florida just stopped scoring once they got to 15. Uh, they ended up winning that game 24 to 15. If y'all can get Jordan going, I think y'all can win this, but I'm still going to take Florida State. So they get that backup quarterback in, uh, into a rhythm, I think that might be the end of it. But I'm also going to take that spread and the over since it's only 48 and a half. I think there's going to be a pretty good amount of points scored here. I'll for sure take the over. I just don't know. I 
I'm conflicted. This game has got me conflicted. <laughs> uh, my my brain is like, my brain's like, this take Florida, but my heart's like, man, I think Louisville can do it. Yeah, but if y'all win, ACC commissioner's gonna be pretty pissed off at you. <laughs> Fuck that, it. That and the Kentucky fan trash talk's just gonna get even worse. Yeah, it, oh, absolutely. Uh, man, fuck it. Give me Louisville. Alrighty. Uh, we're gonna end the show on our locks. Um, and this is tough. This week is a little tougher. Easy for me. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the easy route. I'm gonna take the Michigan Iowa under. 35 and a half. Iowa can't score to save their life. And I'm going to take Georgia. Uh, I think Milrow, your time's up, buddy. Yeah. Time is up. You running out on the field saying, give me the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> but, buddy, you're about to get that Heisman shoved straight up your ass this week. Oh, Run into, into a buzzsaw in that Georgia defense. That Kurt, I want, I want to, I really, really want somebody to record Kirby's speech before the game. I don't know if you saw them on on TikTok. They are legendary. No, I hadn't. I hadn't seen them. If you do, don't run through any walls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think my locks are going to be Liberty for sure. Money line. Yeah. And I'm going SMU money line. Oh, okay. You're going to take a risk game? Yeah. Uh, I know we said we're going to do four. Let's throw a fifth one in. You think uh, Oregon can win this game? Yes. Yeah, I do. I do think right. so. Uh, there's our fifth. So we got our – there's our five locks. Yeah. Uh, sorry if y'all were expecting some banter from Dakota. He's not here. He's uh, sick at the hospital. Uh, if he left during the game, I don't think he was going to give you any banner today anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> but either way, uh, make sure you follow us on every, or everywhere you do social media at Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, with that being said, go Cats. Uh, let down of a season, but. Bowl game on the way. And it's hook sounded out. L1C4, go cards. Beat FSU. Don't turn the fucking ball over, plumber. <laughs> this is Mo signing out. God damn.